the party has just defeated the strangest, strongest monster they may have ever fought. After it eviscerated Lyrian, he was brought back to the brink of life by Rhys. And then Luca, with his last breaths, was able to vanquish the creature. Now, still in the plain of Barasuruk, beneath a towering citadel and in the courtyard, littered with blood, the party has a moment of respite. Yeah, uh, so I took a major wound uh, last session. That's true, you did. So you have a broken rib? I'm really running out of ribs. Can we break another bone? (laughs) (laughs) Can I break your spine? (laughs) You do have more ribs, don't worry. You will take a negative two to constitution-related saving throws. That's not very good. I mean, with his broken rib, uh, can Luca start wearing a corset? I feel like he can get a pretty tiny say, waist. You could be like an eight-inch waist. Line. Oh, eight. I'm, I'm way... I, I think he can knock Luca down to four. I mean, <laughs> he sons like both ribs and then another. So we're... People pay to have the surgery done. He got it for free. It was just unbelievably excruciating. Yeah. Looking on the bright side. So, as you stand in this courtyard... A moment of silence between you all. You notice from above a figure descending from atop the citadel. Real quick, do the effects wear off? The half speed and the disadvantage and all that, does that wear off or are we still afflicted by that? And I, yeah, and you are no longer afflicted by the effects of the noxious gas. Okay. This figure descending has the look of a sanguine, blood red eyes with dark pupils and clouded sclera pale skin that almost shines, and a split cape that resembles veiny membranes floating in five sheets behind it as it glides down. Its body is naked and featureless, the same out-of-place patterns of muscle you saw on the winged. And as it comes down and sets itself down right beside Val, you see that it stands around 12 feet tall. So it looks like a sanguine mixed with a winged. Correct. Could this be like some sort of half-transformed version? I would like to summon my bat towards me, please. <laughs> I forgot your bat still just look to look intimidating. I still have a major image of a bat creature. That's true. Summon the archbishop while you're at it. There is still a major image of a bat creature out there. I just wanted to come over. I say, hey, come here, and then it will come over. <laughs> All right, you animate it to lumber over to you. <laughs> Does this creature say anything to us? <laughs> no. Well, the bat creature is making its way to Val, its father. <laughs> if Ron is going to take this opportunity to catch his breath, and then he looks at this uh, winged, for lack of a better term, and he says, Greetings, friend. What can we do for you? You are like 45 feet away from uh, <laughs> So yell it. <laughs> oh my gosh, because Val's a million miles away. <laughs> and he's like, what? What? <laughs> so as you speak, the courtyard shrinks and you are all pulled together toward Val. Why me? You don't actually change position relative to the walls or the gate, but it seems like you are pulled closer to the citadel itself as this courtyard just decreases in overall size until you're all next to each other once more. Cool. Well, then I guess Efron starts talking after they everybody gets to a suitable distance, and he says all that crap in the sanguine language. 
Okay, you speak in Orvale. Yes. It actually gives you a smile, and in Orvale it says, Charming. And then in Felish, it looks at the rest of you and kind of kneels down and says, I am Barasura. Oh, oh, dang it. It looks over the six of you, eventually landing on Lyrian. And it says, You did not come here to die. Yet one of you nearly did. Your existence lies outside my domain. Strange. I have questions, if you will humor me. While he's addressing us, Reese is attempting to, you know, not appear disrespectful or anything, but he's trying to tend to Lyrian's wounds. Okay, roll for medicine. Just to stop him from dying. It's like a 15. You're kind of holding him, you know, like arm over the shoulder type thing, helping him along. But as you're examining him, there's really nothing you can do in this state. You have to get him to somewhere where you can perform basically surgery on him. Luca is going to stagger forward and uh, addressing the Valor, I guess. I don't Veil, whatever. Addressing it, he just says, What are these questions? I am not used to interacting with mortals. I, I apologize if I offended you. I will restrain my curiosity if need be. No offense. It's been an interesting couple of minutes. I just merely would like to know, what would you have us tell you? Two of you, I can smell. The others, you lack the lifeblood of the gods that runs through the veins of these two. And he points to Val and Ifron. You come from somewhere beyond Egadon. I would like to know where that is. We don't know. I came from an empire among our continents there, but honestly, I don't know what I would call it here. You never have heard of it. Any name that I gave you would be meaningless. As a matter of fact, Reese says, kind of piping up, this one here, he says, kind of motioning to Lyrian, has studied the the means by which we've come into your world quite extensively. I'm sure that if you aid us in helping him find his strength, he could answer your questions and more pertaining to the old world where we come from and how we got here. As I said, your existence lies outside my domain. There is nothing I can do for him. Well, perhaps there is something you can do for us then in order to return to a place where we may at least carry on on our own journey and find rest. We need something. You help us find it, we will answer your questions as best we can. What is it you seek, then, mortal? And Reese kind of shuffles around. Lyrian was, or Seth was the shard in, like, Lyrian's bag. Yeah. Then Reese kind of shuffles in Lyrian's bag as he's helping him up, and he pulls out one of the shards that they'd had. A shard such as this exists on this plane. We need it. I know of it. And he basically just holds out his palm upward in front of you and then turns it over 
to where the palm is now facing upward, and as his hand moves in front of that space, the shard appears in his palm. <laughs> Sweet! <laughs> and he says, You seek to reforge Imen. And then he does the same thing, clenching his fist and then opening it again, and the shard is disappeared once more. Oh, dang it. <laughs> it was too easy. <laughs> yeah. Turns out he just cast Minor Illusion. <laughs> <laughs> it, you you kind of saw Reese like start to reach for it, and then he's kind of disappointed when it's gone. And he's like, oh, yes, that is our intent. Will you help us? Uh, we will see. If you seek the shards of Emin to escape these outer realms, then you require all five and not merely mine and one more. Tell me, where did you find that one? Uh, Reese can't remember, honestly, which one it is he's holding, so he just says... It, it, it's the one that Ifran and Reese and Lyrian okay. got. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. And then, uh, hearing Reese's hesitation... Yes. Ifran um, pipes up, From the realm of Nakmatera. Ah, you have already gained one shard, then. We have gained two shards. One from Nakmatera's realm, and one from Ayueti's. I see. So then, assuming you take mine, your next stop would be that domain of Vale. I would warn you, he will not take kindly to your presence. I don't believe you have ever interacted with one of my kind in such a manner, no? No. I did not think that the Velors had bodies. And he passes his arm through his other arm, and he goes down and reaches toward Reese, and his hand, his fingers, just passed right through him. We do not. I, of course, used to walk in the world as you did, but no longer. When I was cursed for rebelling against my destiny, chosen for me, forced upon me, Everything around me began to decay. Spirit, body, mind, all was corrupted, so I fled your world, as many Valors do. I fear, my friends, you have been given a rather unfair perspective of us. Perhaps we have earned this reputation, as many hate us. But truly, it is not us you should hate or fear. It is the ethereals petty enough to damn us to this existence that you should loathe as we do. And why should we hate the ethereals? They have little to no business with mortals. They leave us be. Except those of us they deem worthy to become their realities. And those of us who would rather shirk those responsibilities. Perhaps shirk is not the most enlightened word. Those of us who wish to choose their own paths are punished. True, there are those among us who embrace their curse, retain their rebellion, and sadly they outnumber those of us who are repentant. You mentioned this curse. You are a Valor. I was told by some friends in Nakmatera's realm that Imin, the blade we seek to reforge, can sever curses. Could it then sever your curse? It would. Yes. The blade, Imin, 
10Q available. You must understand, though, not all of us, as I said, are of this vile nature that you so perceive. Myself, Nakmatera, and Ayuati are the three who would rather go on with our own existences, away from the rest of the world and the other Vaylords. Those that hunt you, however, Aduinium, Vestiera, Takarta, Uodum, and Gezera, and of course, our newest addition, Miralag, formerly known as Pharaoh Algir. Seek your destruction and misfortune for no other reason than they can. I fear you are in much greater danger, however, for they act on the orders of one greater than even myself. On whose orders? I do not know. Perhaps you have in your minds that it is Vale, or you have been told such, but I do not believe it is Vale. You must understand he is not a Valor, and though he has asserted dominion over us, you see, he is a reality. He is not incorporeal or cursed as we are. As you have seen, reach out and touch me, and you will find you cannot. You can touch Vale, and more importantly, he can hurt you, kill you if he wants to. I would advise against angering him, and bringing such accusations before him would surely do so. Thank you for your words of wisdom. What can you tell me about the Wanderer? I do not know of this being that you speak of. He came to us. When we faced Pharaoh Algir, we were immobilized. Threads, at the William's threads. However, someone came and cut us free. It was then that we killed Count Algir, and then we were taken to formally meet with the Wanderer. He told us that the Valors were hunting us, and he also told us that we must go to the Kinlands to find one that used to travel with those not of Egadon. I know of who you speak, not the Wanderer. That being eludes me still. However, this one of your origin, I believe Fael has taken a great interest in him. Then perhaps we will have questions for him yet. Perhaps. But, regardless, it sounds to me like we are in agreement that us finding the Shard benefits both us and you. We thank you for your words of warning and advice. Will you give us the Shard? I usually require a great sacrifice before any who enter my domain are allowed to leave, so they are never tempted to return. Oh, believe me, we are not. I will gift you my Shard for your purpose, though not fully known, I sense is just. There is one condition, though. You must still pay this price. Luca snaps at hearing this and just, what would you have of us? One of you will not leave this place. I had deigned it for one of you to die in this battle, but it was not so, for fate favored you after all. And as your body will not lie in this courtyard, rotting away, becoming dust as his bones were stricken by the wind, armor rusting and decaying, Lying in memorial to their end. That would have been the price. But alas, if one of you cannot serve as warning to further foolhardy folk as yourselves, if not a memorial, then an example 
that is the price. Or you will find your own way home, and your own way to the Shard. We will discuss this. I'm assuming everyone heard. I just figured that we wanted to talk about it first. Yeah, I mean, you're all within earshot of Barasuduk. I mean, he, you're standing in like a semicircle almost right, right. around him. I think we can take this guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, one real quick thought. We go for it. Grab me the shard. I'm going to stab him in the back. <laughs> oh. If you so desire, I will withdraw myself for a time and return when you are ready to bargain. Hey, what do you say to one copper piece? <laughs> oh, How about... Two copper pieces. I have a bargain for him anyway. Well, let's discuss it anyway. Or unless you want to propose it without... I mean, do we want to send him away first? I think so. I think we should discuss yeah. this as civilized people. Very well. We will call upon you when we are ready. Very well. And he just fades away. <laughs> he just takes like two steps back and just looks. <laughs> 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 I, I can't okay. hear you. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> he just puts like some earbuds in. No, he he's gone. All right. Well, as soon as the being departs, Reese kind of turns back towards the circle and he helps Lyrian kind of in, just into a sitting position. That's probably a little more comfortable for him right now. <sighs> well, I thought we were out of the woods when we defeated that creature, but it appears not. And he kind of just starts staring off in the distance, contemplating. Luca, uh, uh, kind of addressing the the group, getting getting to the heart of the the issue. Then who stays? Wait, wait, wait! He did say that there are other ways. He he said bargain. Wait yeah. a moment. I have an idea. It is not likely that I will make it out of here without attention. I'm not simply saying that we just leave me. We ask him for the means in which I can have Luca with my guidance. Help me, and I will in turn offer him my knowledge, everything that I possess, and you all will leave. So if I'm understanding you correctly, you're going to stay here, be healed, but still never escape and be the sacrifice? He never said that there was not another way. I know that it's it, it'd be hard, but I think that the knowledge that I possess, that... It would be enough to sate him, and just because the shard is the easiest way or the only way that we know of to get out of here does not mean that it is the only way. So I may be here forever, for all I know, but you all will live. You will have a chance to get back to Agadon. I am willing to do this for you. I, I fear that should you... Except this position, there will not be an escape. Having been marked by a being, whatever kind of being that is, I doubt that there is a simple manner of physically leaving. However, is it possible that my previous or possibly current connection to one of these beings is enough to impede claims by another? Whatever happened in that chapel and threshold... What happened on the mountain, my debt, is it possible that that could interfere with his ability to stake a claim to me? Perhaps. Although, the last time we tried to get tricky at our deals, we lost Vamak. Well, 
My fear as well is, A, I know that you have deals with other beings, but I do not feel that they have the power to take you out of another's realm. True. My only thought was, I've condemned one person to slavery, and I would not do it again, especially as I am already enslaved. Remember, remember what he said. He didn't say that this was the only way. The way I see it is that there are other ways we can get the shard without his assistance and his agreements. He did say we could look. Do we think it's at his vice? No. <laughs> but it is, it's a means to an end. It, it seems to me that I am the obvious choice. No, Val. And why would you be the obvious choice? Well, forgive me, I do not know exactly what all you have been through before you met me, but... You did meet me most recently. I don't. You all have connections to each other. You know the planet that you come from. You know each other's lives a little bit better. Perhaps a lot a bit better than I do. And I don't want to stay. I will not lie and say that I want to stay. I don't. But it seems... I don't know. I don't know the answer to this question, but that is all. Reese, now kind of standing up from Lyrian's side, goes up to Luca. Luca, you are not staying. You have a great debt upon you, and great guilt, I can sense. You've had it for a while, losing Vamak. You need to see this through. You need to find him. And now he turns to Lyrian. Lyrian, you will make it out of here. I don't think that this being has any regard for your life or death. He simply wants one of us. I think your only chance of survival is to go on with the others. Find a census elsewhere. Honestly, I think we could be out of here before you lose too much blood. I do not think it should take more than a few hours. But either way... Reese. I think you should make it. I do not believe that you understand the situation that I'm in. I know that when it comes to your friends, that you are selfless. And you want the best for them. But in all honesty, if I were to stay... I could have a chance at the knowledge that I've been searching for as well. Oh, really? And what knowledge is that? To be stranded in a desert? But you don't know that. I don't think he cares whether I live or die. But it doesn't mean that he can't come to like me, or I can't learn things here, and I can't leave. (laughs) Always the optimist. So at this point, Barasurak actually begins to materialize once more beside your group and just floats down. The form he takes on now is the same. This membrane-like cloak still flowing behind him in an unseen wind and unfelt. But he is smaller now, just about six feet tall. So around your heights. And he looks between the six of you and says, I am growing impatient. Your time is at an end. We bargain now. What have you decided? Will you take my offer? How about this? You give us what we need to help me, and then I shall stay, and I will give you the knowledge that I possess, the things that you want to know of the world from where I came from. Once I accept your offer, there will be no going back. Are you all aware of this? Is there nothing else you would take as payment for the shard and passage away? If you would rather perish... Then now, Luca kind of steps forward and says, I would have you take me, as I am already tainted by your kind's touch. 
But either way, you must first help him live, gesturing towards Lyrian. I sense no such taint upon you. Yes. <laughs> and Luca's like, okay, great, I'm out. <laughs> Sweet. All right, bye, Lyrian. Cool. Luca looks a little shocked by this. He, he thought there was still something going on. Then two offers have been presented. Regardless, they all begin the same. And he moves his hand over to where the dead bat creature's carcass lies. And its bones sort of start to worm their way out of the skin. And they fly over to him. And they sort of start breaking apart into tiny pieces and reassembling themselves until there is a nice palette of surgical tools made from bone. Suitable for deft practices. You want to hop on that offering table or operating table? I'm just going to go back and wash up real quick. You know, it's kind of... Are, is, is Luca going to perform his surgery? No, on... I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm proficient in medicine. I think it's just someone think... who's got high medicine. Well, and think... he was also a doctor. Yeah, that's so... what I was going to say. I, I thought that was uh, his whole shtick. That is a little bit of my backstory. Uh... I'll grant you advantage from your background. So, Woo-hoo. well, what what if Lyrian can he get triple advantage? <laughs> can't get triple advantage, but I'll, I'll do it with, with advantage. So I prop Lyrian up. All right. I uh, dip my hand in some 70% wine by weight. That's probably brandy at this point, to be honest. I dip my hand in some brandy. We're going to well, try to heal. Uh, you just well, have brandy this on the hand. Uh, <laughs> not, okay. It's not the best idea if you're a real doctor. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of You op- need that iodine. Well, I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> Use distilled whiskey, boy. As Luca is about to do this, Lyrian actually says, Reese, we... We may need your help. And he actually extends both his hands as he's going to be awake for the surgery. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Reese, we need your help. Okay. <laughs> All right. Problem solved. <laughs> uh, yeah. Reese goes over to his side and clasps his hand. Give me your belt a on or something. A bloody piece of belt. Here you go, man. All right, Luca, why don't you roll for medicine? Okay. Come on, baby. Oh, boy. <laughs> Does a 16... Get us to where we need to be. Or does it start us off on the right the right track? Could I get a bonus if Lyrian instructed him what it what to do beforehand? This surgery will take approximately eight hours. Holy crap. So as as I begin the operation and Lyrian <laughs> is sweating in pain and as Luca begins this operation, everyone else has the opportunity to rest, basically. Yes. Barasurik just stands there still the entire time, not saying anything. Eight hours. Okay, so that's eight hours. Um, that's a long rest. That's a long rest. Does, is anyone going to take advantage of that? Uh, heck yeah, I'm taking some hit dice. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Val will, yeah. Val would like to summon the Archbishop and just snuggle with her. Oh. Unfortunately, as you try to summon the Archbishop. No! <laughs> You're ruining her life. <laughs> Let me have my baby. The spell seems ineffective. Okay. Can Reese have a conversation with this uh, Valor dude at some point? Oh, way to help out Lyrian, Reese. Okay, then never mind. Reese is by Lyrian's side the whole time. Mick and Efron and Val all rest then? Yes. Efron offers, um, Efron puts a hand on Val's shoulder and says, It is very noble of you to offer yourself, but you are still needed. Know that you have a place with us. Oh, Val was just going to tear up and say, <laughs> thank you, Efron. And then Efron takes a rest. Yeah, as the three of them settle into rest with Reese assisting Luca, these eight hours pass in an arduous manner, to say the very least, as you open up Lyrian and repair the damage that was caused from this fight. At the conclusion of the surgery, and with everyone waking up now, Barasurak approaches the group once more and says, 
One or the other comes with me. The others... And he extends his hand, and the shard of Immin appears. Will leave immediately. Luca, at this point, having completed the surgery, unbeknownst to Reese and Lyrian, had, um, after having fixed everything and kind of giving him some some water and stuff just so he can start, he had mixed in uh, one of the poisons he had bought in Threshold. One of these poisons... Uh, causes a creature to remain unconscious for 24 hours. Um, and so now Lyrian is steadily unconscious. Honestly, I probably should have done that before I cut him open. That was a slight oversight. That would have been nice. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting tired. He's like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm screaming. I'm dying. Oh my gosh. Oh, I passed out. No. He's, okay, awake. He's awake for the full eight hours. Um, and Luca turns to turns to this this being straightens his nifty looking jacket there I don't know if you guys saw the, the, the art there that little jacket and he says I will come with you very well and Barasurik glides forward maybe half a foot above the ground just floating and he hands Ifran the shard of Imin and then he goes over to Luca and he says Perhaps you have performed some great sacrifice in your mind. But I assure you, this is not the case. You will never see your friends again. You will not grow here. You will not learn here. You will falter, fail, and decay, as all things that here are fated to do and be. There is no salvation past this. You will not see your friend again. Your debts will remain unpaid as your soul fades into whatever hell you deem your own. Um, Luca's only going to drop his head and shake it and say nothing more than... Then just one final hand goes on Luca's shoulder. Luca, you don't have to do this. Actually, as you say you don't have to do this, and you try to lay your hand on Luca's shoulder, your hand passes right through him. Oh, no! Oh, my gosh! And Barasurik looks to you, Reese, and he says, Unfortunately, he already has. No! And Barasurik, Luca, and the wider world around you begin to slowly fade away. Oh, my God.